Welcome to Relationships GPS with Anna and Madalina. This podcast is an honest conversation on navigating relationships, love and intimacy. Hello and welcome. I am Madalina. Hi guys, it's Anna. And today we're going to talk about intimacy and sex. In the last episode, we talk about... We talk about breaking up. <laughs> well, we talked about breaking up and one of the main reasons why people are breaking up is because they don't find the connection. And the place that you find the connection is usually in bed. Not all the time and it's not a rule, but most of the people say that oh, we don't, don't have sex anymore or we're not attracted to each other anymore. It says sometimes that uh, when the relationship is good, sex matters only 20%. When the relationship is bad, sex matters 80%. <laughs> Anna, what do you think about this? Yeah, well, uh, honestly, I, I was shocked and I was researching this topic for quite a while uh, because I think it's quite an interesting moment. Uh, for me, sex is a language of communication and expressing yourself and talking to your partner. So um, I personally think that it is quite mad, in my opinion, that um, according to the latest research, 50% of people unsatisfied with their sex life. And uh, actually 15% out of this 50% actually having sexless relationships. So they didn't have sex with their partner for the last year. And uh, sexless relationship, uh, just for everyone to understand, it's not like you just don't have sex, but uh, it counts all the way from like, if you have sex less than 10 times a year, that will be statistically um, estimated as a sexless relationship. Because obviously it is not uh, something, some kind of a healthy uh, balance with your partner and having this sex life. So I think it is quite critical because if 50% are unhappy about their sex life in either way, so it's actually every second person, isn't it? It's massive. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. And I think it's also doubled because we are in couple. So if I'm, most of the time, if one person is unhappy, then the other person is unhappy too, right? Exactly, exactly. And I think that is such a tiny line. I mean, like, how much sex is too much sex? Or how little sex is too little sex? Isn't it an extremely personal measure? It is. Right? So as uh, all the experts says, and I truly uh, follow them in this, I think it is uh, depend on the couple because some couples, they would be super happy with having it like five times a week, some couple five times a day. And for some, it will be, I don't know, five times a month is perfectly fine. So I think the biggest issue happening here at the moment when actually one of the people in couple wanted more or less. So when there is this much, which is super highly likely <laughs> to happen because we are all so different, isn't it? And especially like the first three months of honeymoon effect that we are having in our relationships. Hopefully everybody just can't take my hands off you. But afterwards, the reality kicks in and everything is coming down biologically, emotionally, physically. <laughs> 
right so i think when it comes to this balance and i don't know why but it's still such a topic um that not necessarily you will be so like absolutely confident and uh, at ease to discuss it even with your partner would you be comfortable madalina yeah no it's very interesting to see first of all what means sex yeah and how do you give feedback yeah it is super like it's such a sensitive topic right yeah yeah exactly so how to say um oh i don't know the kiss is not something that i'm used to or the touch or even the technique or whatever um but i have this curiosity what is sex for you what means or where sex starts for you it's it starts in a very early stage <laughs> i think like um for me any kind of of plainness like it can be anything from touch and kiss and just being like physically together uh we can just like uh watch a movie or anything like this or hold hands and have a nice romantic walk so that will be this connection that i crave Yes, and uh, sex as a sex itself, uh, well, this is just a kind of a different level, there's a more intense uh, level of intimacy. But I think it is like, it's so critically to understand how much like your partner wants it, how much you want it, and try to navigate it like extremely gently. Because mm-hmm. for me, it was quite... Um... I would say quite a shock because in my mind, sex is just the physical act, you know, mm-hmm. the intercourse. And I sort of researched around and I found that actually sex, well, from some people, it starts from kissing. If I start to kiss you, that then kind of I'm having sex with you, <laughs> um, which uh, for me was like very interesting. Uh, to see other opinions as well and I heard um, about a book uh, called how to have sex every day and they literally said that sex is very um, is a broad term and you can and they split it very nicely into a menu and they say you have um first course you have uh, the appetizer you have the second course and you have the dessert and you put there whatever you want to put it in this category and then you can pick and you can choose with your partner what to have um, every night it can be just it can be just tender touch or it can be just kiss or it can be the full menu Um, they said that you should not actually put pressure on it and it should more like a conversation like you said very nicely sex it is a language to communicate between people yes i love the idea of a menu (laughs) what is on the menu tonight (laughs) cool um love this one um can i ask you uh, i would like to bring one topic that uh been quite interesting to me and it's very much connected to like discussing your appetite for sex <laughs> with your partner right um because i've been i be, i faced it myself and as well as several of my friends uh however i managed to get to the point of confidence to discuss such things 
after I lived it myself, and I probably would never discuss it with anyone um, before facing it. So such a thing as sexless relationships, um, because um, I like sometimes it's like it depends on your appetite, right? So maybe it's just uh, happening one several times a month or anything like this. But I face such things um, uh, in several cases when sex relationship completely stopped. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was like, like oh, we're just having it once a month. Like there was nothing for like six months, one year. And um, in like, in my opinion, it's just like, it is interesting topic because I couldn't find too much material online. Um, obviously, I think if you're having such kind of issue in your relationship, you don't bring it up on the table, right? Like let's discuss it with everyone and figure out what is what is their opinion or anything like this. But I think it is extremely painful, especially if you are in those relationships and you are not the person who propose this kind of behavior of sexless. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think you're feeling extremely lonely, uh, trapped and lost because you don't know, is it normal? Is it not? I don't feel it's right for me, but there is no conversation ongoing with my partner or there is no feedback from my partner. And I'm feeling like, oh, is it it? (laughs) Is it the end? Even like if a relationship, I don't know, five years, two years, 10 years, doesn't matter. But if this situation happened, how would you feel about it, Madeline? Or have you had any experiences among your friends or clients or yourself or anything like that? Um, no, no. And it's very interesting what you're saying about a sexless relationship. And I'm thinking, you know, I put my uh, my psychology hat and I'm thinking, what is the reason behind this? Why would you go into um, a non contact or non-physical contact in your relationship you're with your partner and the only reason that i'm thinking of is dismissive um, behavior um, an avoidant attachment style that will just literally refuse intimacy overall because they are they're afraid they're afraid of intimacy they're afraid of connection i really believe that sex is a way to connect with our partners and you can communicate so many things through sex that you cannot do it verbally there is so much body language and also a lot of information towards our body that we understand uh, only from the from the intimacy part that it's very hard to explaining into words and sometimes we are not aware we we might just have um, i don't know a source of uh, rejection in our body that mentally we like we're not aware of it but the partner is picking up and it's like oh you don't want this you don't want you don't want to you don't want to go all over today and i'm like oh man of course i won't but then you're like <laughs> oh maybe and i actually don't want because my body doesn't doesn't respond doesn't feel like yeah yeah it doesn't feel like it so coming back to the sexless relationships i think it's just the act of uh, dismissing and it is a very painful strategy to um to cut the intimacy directly um, and it, it is 
painful because the other person is just feeling that yeah the connection is gone completely yeah, exactly exactly so i would say uh from my certain reach of course there is i think there is like thousands of reasons but i think first thing if you are in a situation that um you somehow ended up in sexless moment <laughs> and it is a continual lasting moment I would say you have honestly discussed with your partner and understand the idea and the perspective with all the respect because as long as you both agree on uh, certain conditions in your relationship, marriage or whatever, it will work for you. Um, if it's agreement only from one side, um, it will not last. Um, I also discover such a thing as uh, asexual people. So it is a category. It's not like, oh, you're straight or you're not. Or it is the people who actually have zero desire for sexual connection mm. which is like a sexual avoidant person <laughs> in your categories so yeah those people like you can't really blame them and they may not be aware of this they just like they just don't feel as you just mentioned yes i just don't feel it my body doesn't feel it like this um so i think there is like a lot a lot of research to do especially if you need this kind of situation but because i face it um mainly those discussions from the female perspective so i have to say that the rejection in uh sexual uh, relationship was actually coming from the men so the men would reject a female partner in the couple Mm -hmm. which was quite alerting for me because I don't know uh, personally uh, what I can see from like social media and um, all the internet information it looked like oh the, the the man is such a macho and he's craving for sex and everything is about cheating <laughs> and sex and um, crazy drive and uh, <laughs> testosterone is all over the place but what I can see from uh, my experiences I can see it's literally 50-50 when men or women want the sexual connection and there is the same similar 50-50 rejection in this case. So it's not like extreme on the man and just like 10% because she's having headaches and not, this is not her day or anything like this, which is, I think, quite alerting and it's absolutely normal. Yeah, and then you say about the headaches and stuff like that and... Um coming back again to psychology and to the attachment uh, styles um, sometimes I think women are using this to uh, to punish the man sometimes um, if you uh, go back to our episode about attachment theories um, and uh, how we learn to love um, most of the time the women are the anxious ones and the men are the avoidant ones and women will want more connection and if the man is uh, dismissive it's avoidant then the woman will punish the man with what they like oh you didn't want to talk to me you don't want to talk to me you don't want to hold my hand on the street or you don't want to present me in front of your friends as your partner or whatever the the other strategies and behavior the man will have the woman will say like you like sex or guess what you won't have it <laughs> you want it no this is my power yeah exactly this is my power and i think 
women they do use this as a power and i think it can be a very manipulative thing to control this and like oh you have more desire or you don't have desire or things like this exactly because it is um we said it before the base of everything is communication if you communicate well if you are in the connection with your partner then you will want to have sex you will want to connect more if there is a disconnection then it will be very hard to have sex because it will be like an empty sex and actually there are three types of sex there's synchrony sex when you are connected with your partner you love your partner you have input into the relationship and you also get the benefits of the relationship so is two ways communication then there is a synchrony between the partners um if one partner is more anxious then it will use sex as a consolation so it's solace sex and they use sex to reassure and to measure the love that they receive they want to have sex with me oh that means they love me or maybe sex is the only time when they have the opportunity to cuddle and to hug and to feel intimate with the other person so they will initiate the sex but they will want to cuddle more than the actual act and on the other side the dismissive ones the avoidant ones they will they will prefer to have sealed off sex more focused on the technique not on the uh, emotional connection and they will be more focused on the you know tick the box and just uh, they will need more stimulation from pornography and all the other kind of uh, stimulations well it's also <laughs> different kind of personality different kind of of obviously your um, let's say sex style and i believe that it's also probably change um, during the course of your life possibly just like the attachment style possibly could change isn't it yeah 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 it's it's changing exactly like you said it's changing probably from the relationship to uh, to other relationship from partners to partners and for how how secure you are in a certain point in your life and how insecure you are so yeah um that's great thank you so much for sharing this more fam- uh, methodology <laughs> and scientific information <laughs> um can i ask you because recently i was uh, watching some interviews actually from the mainly male perspective and they were discussing about sex with orgasm or sex without orgasm and uh, the interesting point that um been actually taken from this interview that they say that in a lot of um cases they actually would prefer to have a sex without orgasm but this is like a kind of a mature sexual act uh when you are not actually focused just to get to the destination but enjoy the whole process and maybe there is like what you mentioned in the second version of like a lot of cuddle a lot of connection 
a lot of like this being together here and now and then you are getting actually a different wave of uh, hormones which are more responsible for your happiness rather than just relaxation as in a let's say end product <laughs> of this act um what do you think about uh, like how important is it um having orgasm at the end of the sexual act or not i'm not really sure about uh, the hormones in the brain uh, what exactly is releasing and when i know that is uh, oxytocin is releasing in the female's brain um, after the sex and is um, an attachment hormone is a cuddling hormone is the one that makes the woman fall in love for the man that's why most of the time a woman is falling in love for a man and the man is like oh leave me alone Keep the distance, <laughs> yeah yeah they started very casually and the woman falls in love for the man because of the chemicals in her brain because of the hormones but i i've seen and i and i had a lot of conversations with men that they feel responsible they feel that is a race they feel that is i don't know they they feel that they have to offer orgasm for a girl um with such a um, uh with such a big effort that it it feels more like um it doesn't feel like a pleasure anymore. It's just like I have this goal and I have to achieve this goal. And no matter what I do, I just I need to achieve the goal. And um, it is. And as a woman, you feel this. You feel that you're not pretty much you're not there because they they will take you. They they will try everything that they know, especially from porn movies. <laughs> Because, yeah, we are educated, we get our sexual education from porn movies, which is such a bad idea, such a bad idea. Wrong approach. <laughs> yeah, and then you just like, you, you feel that it was a purpose there not to connect, but just to uh, achieve to that point. And you will never achieve that point because you feel that is, <laughs> is something is like. It's a little bit too mechanical, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit too, like, too stressed you know i heard this very beautiful thing too much intention creates tension, tension. Oh, i love this i love this <laughs> <laughs> well this will stick with me that's for sure <laughs> exactly exactly and um for example i mean if you are in just a situation when obviously i don't know you've been several years in a relationship uh and it just the whole desire i think is just uh slightly uh going down um um, there are several, of, I mean, there's thousands of articles online in research how to keep the spark going. Um, and uh, I mean, one of my favorite personally is just to have these date nights and just make this kind of like certain surprise or novelty to bring it to the situation and also just um, approach it in a little bit different way. It's not like, uh, I don't know, this is like everything casual and just like out of nowhere, just um let's say make it happen because this idea of uh i didn't expect it i think is a very attractive and that what is like blow the mind spontaneity yeah, exactly. what are your ideas on this Angelina? 
I think if you if you work very hard to keep the connection and to keep the happiness in the relationship and I would not say happiness because we are so focused to be happy that we kind of miss the whole point um so I would say the connection if we are focused to keep the connection and we are there for our partners and our partners are there for us and if we go through struggles together and we bond together uh in a very powerful way they say and also I think they as the psychologist I think that um the sex will be just a um Consequence will be just, it will come up just like a coincidence. Consequence. 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 <laughs> uh, will, will, will come up as a result of the connection. Yeah, side effect. <laughs> yeah, it's a side effect of the connection <laughs> in the relationship. You don't have to work very hard to keep the sex alive if you have a good connection. If you have a good connection, then everything will follow. Yes, exactly. Thank you so much, Madalina, for sharing this um, point. It's absolutely great. Um, and um, you know what? I mean, sometimes uh, after making love and having a good, happy relationship, such things as kids comes along. <laughs> <laughs> Which bless um, every parent who's listening. Um, hope you enjoy your experience. Of making them <laughs> well it's even better i hope you don't listen to the episode right now <laughs> and fully concentrate on the on the moment um but yes this will be our next topic um we will be talking about kids or maybe the thing i heard uh when i moved to america it's kid free <laughs> opportunity in future <laughs> so what are the different opinions uh how this whole situation changed in the last i would say good 50 years and uh, where are we now uh in the modern society of 2020 and what is our position about yes. this shall we do shall we have a baby baby <laughs> shall we have a baby baby <laughs> Alright, so until next time, thank you very much and see you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening until the end. Please follow us on Instagram and YouTube at Relationships GPS. If you have any feedback or you want to share your story with us, get in touch. <laughs>